Hits 96.7 WBBI and online at WBBI.com. I'm ready. High School Basketball is brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer's. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork. And by the Ropey Corporation. Ready? Let's go. Let's go live to high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. And online at WBVI.com. Welcome on out to Old Ford High School your site for tonight's action in high school basketball. We have the Hopewell Loudon Chieftains taking on the Old Ford Stockaders in an SBC River matchup. Hopewell Loudon 6-3 on the air. They fell to a really good Pandora Gilboa team in their last matchup back on December 27th. Old Ford sits at 7-1 on the air. They won big in their last matchup against Seneca East. This is SBC River Basketball here on Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI along with ESPN 1430 AM 105.7 FM WFOB. Lance Morris, Matt Cabin here with you for tonight's matchup between Hopewell Loudon and Old Ford. Matt, I guess first off, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well, my friend. A very merry 2023 to us all. Two teams in Hopewell and in Old Fort. They've been pretty successful this year, but Hopewell, they've had a little bit of a skid as of late. What are some of the things you're looking to see here tonight? Oh, well, first of all, let's address the elephant in the room, the fact that Old Fort, after losing a ton of people, seems to have just picked up where they left off over the last few years. In- including Colin Nutter, who they actually honored prior to tonight's game uh, for joining uh, their 1,000-point club along with all the other accolades he had over his four years with Old Fort. I mean, they lost him. They lost a bunch of other guys. And, yeah, still 7-1, and one, a little more than a month in. Yeah, I mean, you really wouldn't know. You really wouldn't know. I mean, the way they've been getting play out of guys like Connor Ernsberger, Carter Dubois, Isaiah Perez in particular, those three have really stepped up in a big way. But you got to look at the sophomore, Ryan Adelsberger. He's really coming to his own, starting to see him develop his game more and more, almost at double-digit point average for the season. So, if they can start getting him going, if they can get Blake Bender going as a junior, another big guy off the bench, man, I mean, they're already looking good. They might get deadly fast, especially this year in what's turned into a surprisingly more open SBC than I think most people were anticipating. They could make a run at the conference title. And for Hope Loudon, this is the kind of night that you want to see Donovan Elmore really come into his own. He has struggled mightily so far this season. Decent stats. Seven points a game, six rebounds a game, but for a six foot five junior with the pedigree that he has, you, you can't help but say it. That's a bit of a starting to get to bust territory with Don, with Donovan Elmore. So this is the kind of night, especially with this type of team, not really a ton of height that can really keep up with him. I'm expecting Elmore and Crease to have massive games. Do I think the str- the slide ends for Hopewell Brown tonight? I don't know. Because honestly, this old four team, they play with a level of effort and energy that you don't really see too often. And that makes up for a ton of things on this roster that are advantages in favor of Hopewell. And if the JV game was any indication, it was a back and forth, up and down JV game. Old Ford ended up winning that one by a score of 62 to 57. But with that, we'll step aside for a quick timeout. We come back starting lineups. Opening tip here from Old Fort. You're listening to High School Basketball on both WBBI and WFOB. 
Everyone wants clean water, but are you doing all that you can to keep it clean? The Northwestern Water and Sewer District reminds you that flushable wipes are not flushable. They don't break down in the treatment process, plus they can damage your plumbing, which can cost you hundreds to fix. So next time you go, remember, do not flush the wipes. Toss them in the trash. It's a small step that you can take to protect our water. A message from the Northwestern Water and Sewer District. Think you can't qualify for a car loan because of your past credit, bankruptcy, divorce, even repossessions and charge-offs? Well, think again and turn the corner to Warner. Warner Buick GMC can help you find the money you need for a car. Call 419-423-7161. That's 419-423-7161. Or apply online at warnerbuickgmc.com. Let Warner help you get a car today. For price, selection, and service, Warner won't be beat. It's 10 p.m. and oh shoot, you didn't make that appointment for your aching knee. Guess what? Northwest Ohio Orthopedics is making it easier for patients to schedule their appointments. Online scheduling is now available. Hop online and schedule right away with whatever day and time works best for you and your family. The new online scheduling benefit is available at all six NWO locations. Finlay, Tiffin, Fremont, Fastoria, Bluffton, and Bowling Green. NWO is always working to make things easier for their patients. Go online, schedule, and bam, done. Back we are here from Old Ford High School, your site for tonight's action in high school basketball here on both WBBI and WFOB. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you for tonight's matchup. Old Ford hosting Hopewell out in a nice old SBC River matchup here tonight. And Matt, continuing with our pregame look right before we uh, get into our starting lineup for tonight. You mentioned it with uh, Hopewell. You like to see some good things tonight from Donovan Elmore, but the straw that stirs the drink, if you will, I know that's one of your go-to phrases, Evan Kreese, 18 points, 9 rebounds a game, and they certainly look to have a better game from him tonight because he was held in check, only had 9 points in that last game against PG. Yeah, and really that's because teams don't focus on him at this point. It's Hopewell out and there, everyone outside of Evan Kreese really lives and dies by the three. I mean, Braylon Martinez certainly comes to mind for that, 37% from three-point range. Blake Barrier, another one, he's actually really struggling, only 19% from three. Carter Yarbrough, he's probably one of their best three-point shooters right now, if not the best, at 42%, which is good. But teams aren't really worried about these guys going inside, going into the paint, trying to crash. They're okay with letting them live or die by the three. So that's why I keep talking again and again. Someone like Donovan Elmore, he's only shooting 39% from the floor right now. He, he should only be taking shots from about three, maybe four feet away, if that. The kid is such a gifted athlete, very talented, very rangy, has the build for it. He's got to go in the paint. He's got to get aggressive down there. As of right now, he just plays way, 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 way too passive defensively and in the, his post play. So, yeah, I mean, it's really easy to key on Evan Kreese because you know he's pretty much the only one who's going to attack the basket. They need to get someone else to do that. Now really open things up for him in the mid-range game, his long game. And just to be candid, go into the paint because they won't know who's going to actually attack from the paint for them then. Starting lineup's currently being introduced. Going to send it over to Matt Common for the starting lineup for the Hopewell Loud Chieftains. Absolutely. Hopewell Loud coming into tonight 6-3 and three overall on the season. No surprise in the starting lineup. Number 10, Braylon Martinez, the 5'10 sophomore. Number zero, Blake Barrier, the 5'10 junior. Number three, Carter Yarbrough, the 5'9 junior. Number five, Donovan Elmore, the 6'5 junior. And then right out the starting lineup, number 23, 
Six foot four junior Evan Kreese, head coach, one of my favorite head coaches in the area to watch, Roger Jury. Starting five for the Old Ford Stockaders, seven and one so far on the seasons. No surprise in their starting five either. Three juniors, two seniors. The juniors, Connor Ernsberger, Carter Dubois, Isaiah Perez, the seniors, Adam Majors, and Pearson Steyer. Head coach Eric Hoover. And you talk about Coach Jury being one of your favorites. Eric Hoover, one of the hardest working head coaches in the world of high school basketball because also the Mohawk volleyball and Mohawk baseball coach. Yeah, I, w- I would like to know when he takes a break. I mean, or just what he has in the morning for breakfast because he's got energy upon energy upon energy. And that's good, honestly. In all sincerity, that's what you want from a coach. You want that kind of energy. I mean, for Roger Jury, it's, it's make no secret. He's an intense guy when he's on the floor. He is a very intense guy. But that bleeds into this Hope Wild team year in and year. They become a very intense team as the season goes on. And for Coach Hoover, I mean, all of his teams, they always give effort. And that translates from the coach. He's constantly giving effort. Jump ball will be won by Old Fort, but it'll be quickly stolen away by Hopewell Loudon as it'll be Martinez pushing the tempo up ahead to Elmore who lays it up and in for the quick two for Hopewell. That's what you need from Donovan Elmore. He's got the speed in the transition game. If he can be the lead person there and get some easy transition buckets, get him going, that could really help him out. Hopewell 2-0 lead to start this one off against Old Fort. Now Old Fort ball on the far end of the fort here from our position behind the baseline here at Old Fort High School. It'll get it out to Isaiah Perez to reset things for the Stock Gators. He'll have it inside now as he'll drive left. He'll lose the handle. He'll though be the last one to touch it, so it'll go the other direction for Hopewell loud and Hopewell the 2-0 lead 7.24 to go first quarter yeah I really like the thought there from Perez make it look like he didn't do it oh quick transition here almost like Evan Kreese is the Hopewell quarterback as he gets it up ahead to Yarbrough who will end up drawing the foul inside and go to the line yeah and good job by Kreese he saw an opening with Yarbrough and you know just like on the f- football fields Friday nights let's hit him in stride let's get him going nice job by Kreese looking for that better job by Yarbrough though drawing the foul early in this matchup for those that have been in the Old Fort gym, Kreese was inbounding from the D on the far side of Old Fort on the baseline. Yarbrough misses his first of the two free throws. And Yarbrough ended up actually catching that one not too far in front of the wing on the left side. So that was quite the toss from Kreese. It was. It was impressive. Second free throw from Yarbrough up and good. That first free throw that he missed, only his second miss from the line on the season. That extends their lead to 3-0. Yeah, he's really done good at the line. This very uncharacteristic miss for him. Carter Dubois with it up top for Old Fort Hill. End up navigating the lane, drive inside, and finish with the left hand. That'll make it 3-2. Hopewell now just the one-point lead, 7-0-2 to go here in the opening quarter. Down inside. See, so we'll get a blocking foul called against Connor Ernsberger, who was trying to take the charge as Blake Barrier drove inside. Yeah, and really, that was just... Took the charge, it was good, but... Just didn't have the feet set in time. Just did not have the feet set in time there. Send Blake Barrier to the line for Hope. Well, his first free throw rattles down and in. This is a place where Hopewell has struggled at different points this season besides Yarbrough. You got to make sure you get these shots. So big on them to try and get early with these shots at the line. Both up and good for Barrier that extends the lead for Hopewell up to three. It's five to two. 6.55 left to go here, opening quarter of action. It'll be Steyer with it just inside the free throw line. He'll lose his dribble, 
Nice look down inside to Ernsberger, but it'll be poked out of bounds by Bear. It'll stay with Old Fort on the baseline. Yeah, we'll see what Old Fort could do to respond here. Old Fort, you know, deceptively pretty good at shooting the three. They got a couple people in the mid to high 30s shooting it this year. Dubois does just that. He takes the corner three, but a little too strong. Up ahead for Hopewell to Yarbrough, who lays it up and in on the left side. Hopewell takes the quick lead. Now 7-2, 6.35 to go first quarter. You can tell Coach Hoover had the attitude, let someone else beat us tonight. The only problem is Yarbrough, he is capable of beating you if you give him that much of a lane. On inside, Carter Dubois will finish for the Old Fort Stockaders. That cuts their deficit down to three with 6.20 left to go here in the opening quarter. It'll be Hopewell now on the offensive side. Yarbrough pump faking a couple different times before bringing it out to the wing. He'll find Crease. Crease looking to get it inside to Elmore. Doesn't quite have the clean look. Ends up swinging it up top to Barrier. Barrier drives inside. He can't get that one to drop from a few feet away. Sire with the rebound. He'll take it in transition for Oldport. Gets it over into the wing, but that shot way off. Mark Crease might have got a piece of that one. Yarbrough with the rebound. He'll take it the other way for Hopewell. Crease definitely got a piece of that. Yarbrough in transition, finds Elmore left elbow. He'll spin his way inside, finish with the right hand. Nice move for Elmore for his second basket of the game. And you know what, with Elmore being more of a finesse guy, if you can get the defense moving around him, as opposed to planning half-court defense, he can make some nice plays. Nine to four, the score. Hopewell leading Old Fort. Old Fort with possession. So getting a blocking foul against, it looks like, Crease. That'll be already his first of the game with five and a half to go here in the first quarter. And that's a big one early in this game. 5.30 to go, get Crease on his first foul. He, he has a habit of getting them in bunches, so if you can get him early here, get him out of the game in a hurry, that would really help out. Wide open look for Ernsberger, right wing, but a little off to the right. Rebound is grabbed by Barrier up ahead for Hopewell. He'll look to push the tempo himself, getting inside. Can't get the friendly finish. Elmore pokes it away. Poked around a couple different times, but Steyer comes down with it as Elmore actually hits the deck. Steyer will take it in transition for Oldport before he's stopped just across half court by Martinez. Some good defense by the sophomore. So now Oldport will look to set up their offense with Adam Majors up at top. He'll get down inside and somehow finish over the outstretched arms of Donovan Elmore. That'll put the Hopewell deficit, or Hopewell lead rather, up to three. This is where you want to see Elmore put a body on him as well. He just tried to swat at and that was it. Martinez transition for the three off the mark. Oldport They'll get the board, they'll go the other direction with 4.45 left to go first quarter. They trail Hopewell out in nine to six. It'll be Isaiah Perez setting things up top and Yarbrough almost gets the steal and up getting called for the foul instead as we'll have a couple subs coming in for Hopewell here in just a moment. Yeah, first two off the bench here are gonna be Will Nutter and Tyler Agaba. And no surprise there, Nutter comes in for Elmore then Agaba came in. That's gonna be for Braylon Martinez. That seems to be the rotation. Coach Jury likes, and honestly, I like to swap out for Nutter. Get a body on there defensively. Elmore does good with the finesse stuff, but really, really need to kind of push him around there in the paint. Dubois driving inside, finishing again with the right hand. Will Carter Dubois. He's already got six of the eight so far for Oldford. That cuts their deficit down to one. There's a reason he's one of the leading scorers on the team. 13 points again coming into tonight. It'll be Crease with it now. He'll take the shot from just inside the free throw line. That'll be off the mark. Adam Majors with the board for Oldford. He'll look to push the tempo in transition and has his shot blocked by Crease. And he comes down with the rebound as well. Hopefully the other way. Is that really a rebound at that point or is that just a steal on top of a block? I think that's a block than a rebound. In that, in that case, it can be a steal depending on the angle of everything. But 
block and rebound that time, but Hopewell down inside Yarbrough tries to get it off, but won't get that one to drop, and then it'll be end up stolen away by Majors over forth the other way. Yeah, really pay attention right now to Ernsberg. He's kind of open in the corner there, really no one guarding him. We'll get it down over into the corner for Isaiah Perez. He'll be off the mark. Rebound grabbed, Hopewell the other direction. 3.30 left to go first quarter. Hopewell the 9-8 lead over Old Fort here in this SBC River matchup. Barrier loses the handle. That'll be another steal from Majors. He'll fling it up ahead to Ernsberger. Ernsberger layup a little too strong as it'll eventually be reeled in by Hopewell loud and they'll go the other way. And you can definitely tell that the speed is kind of getting to Hopewell just a little bit here. As it looks like Coach Jerry was ready to substitute people back in already. Down inside, Nutter will get that one to drop. Nice little drop step move on the left block. That'll extend Hopewell's lead back to three with three minutes left to go in the first quarter. Been a pretty good back and forth quarter here so far. Like I said, if the JV game is any indication, this is pretty much the same tempo that that JV game had before this. That certainly is. Stolen away this time by Yarbrough as Hopewell looks to go the other direction. They'll fling it up ahead to Kreese who crosses the timeline. He'll drive left side, float it up and finish inside with the right hand. Extend Hopewell lead to five. Coach Hoover doesn't like what he sees with 2.37 left to go here in the first quarter. It'll be 30-second timeout, it appears, so we'll keep it right here on both Classic It's 96.7, WBBI, ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB, and Matt, first uh, basketball game of the week for both of us, but far from our only as we'll split our separate ways for Friday and Saturday. Yeah, that's a good point. We definitely got some games coming up, though. I do have a side question since this is simulcast. Do I get the second and fourth quarters <laughs> then, or are we? how's that going to work? Like, do I get weekends and holidays i mean how's that gonna work in particular i think you've answered your own question second and fourth quarter yay <laughs> not so fast awesome fair enough no we do have a t- i mean we've got god so many great games coming up this week and this weekend really for the rest of the season i mean getting a getting a little sneak peek in our schedule the rest of the way out there's some great games coming down the pipeline for everybody so make sure you keep it locked in on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI and ESPN 1430 AM 105.7 FM WFOB. We'll talk a little bit more about some of those matchups when Matt lets me talk about some of those matchups next time we have a timeout. But it'll yeah, be, we'll get there. It'll be old for a ball, but they'll call a travel on a Steyer down inside. Goes the other way for Hopewell. See, now you have an opportunity. Now I do have an opportunity. Friday night on uh, WBBI, we will be out at Arlington where they play host to Macomb. Matt will be over in Fostoria, and they play host to Rossford on the girls' side. We'll talk about the Saturday games in just a moment because there's another steal. Old Fort now the other direction with 2.15 left to go. Up top three from Adelsberger won't drop. Elmore with the board for Hopewell as they'll go the other direction. They get it up ahead now to Martinez. He'll stop at the elbow, find Barrier up top. They'll drive inside. Agaba with it briefly. Now they'll enter it to Nutter. He'll look to drive inside. He finds Elmore. High-low look. Elmore can't finish that time after making his first two shots. Goes the other way for Old Fort. And that's the problem with Elmore. He's, he has flashes. That's really, you just love to see him put it together for one full game. Deep three right wing from Dubois comes up short. Rebound grabbed by Barrier. Hopewell allowed in the other direction with 140 left to go first quarter. They lead 13-8. to eight. Barrier with it just inside the right wing. Hands it over to Agaba up top. Right back over to Barrier. Right in front of the old four bench, and Perez will get called for the block. Is honestly probably a flop that time, a right call against Perez. Yeah, I mean, on behalf of the academy. But still, good call. That's definitely a block of some variety. 
Are you tell us about the Saturday games? I'll bring Carter Cleveland in now for Old Fort. We'll see Barrier and Agaba check out as we see Creason Yarbrough back on the floor for Hopewell. Saturday on WFOB, it'll be New Regal against Calvert, and on WBVI, it will be Columbian against Bellevue. Well, there we go. So we're going to foul all against Hopewell as it goes the other direction now for Old Fort as they call that foul on Donovan Elmore. Now that's also a pretty important foul here. I mean, Elmore, he sometimes gets into his own head once he has those fouls start to call against him and he really gets passive. You really don't want to see that be the case against Old Fort tonight. Old Fort now getting into their half-court offense. Contested three and they won't get anything that time as Cleveland is probably fouled as he took that shot but won't get the benefit of the call that time. Goes back to Hopewell. Yeah, I'm really surprised that he didn't get that call. I mean, that was a pretty obvious push by Elmore. But nonetheless, we'll see Hopewell get into their half-court offense. Martinez wanted to get it inside to Elmore, didn't have a clean look. It'll be Crease setting things up from the volleyball line now for Hopewell as we get under a minute to go. Down to 52 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Hopewell leads 13-8. to As it will be down on the baseline, it'll remain with Hopewell with 48.8 left to go in the first. I think Coach Hoover may still be having a word with the official about that three that was... Uh probably a missed foul and they'll call another off the ball foul against Hopewell Loudon that one against Yarbrough that'll be his second so we'll see Barrier check right back in for Yarbrough after picking up his second a little bit of a concern there Yarbrough you really want him in that first half to try and get hot he really needs really the majority of the game to get going offensively so having him sit here and have to cool off not the best thing in the world Isaiah Perez setting things up for the Old Fort offense with 37 seconds to go. And again, we see Cleveland hit as he takes a shot, but won't see anything called as they'll call it out of bounds. It'll stay with Old Fort on the baseline with 33.6 to go in the first. I mean, that's a pretty blatant miss now two times in a row. I'm not talking about the three-point shot. I'm talking about the missed foul against Helmer. Cleveland will inbound for Old Fort. The Adelsberger with it. Kreese playing with some good defense on him. Now over to Steyer. Steyer stepping over to the corner. Now drives baseline. Elmore blocks that one. Rebound is grabbed though by Steyer and then poked out of bounds by Barrier. So it'll stay with Old Ford on the baseline with 19.8 to go in the first. Hopewell still the three point through the five-point lead. I mean, say this much. The officials are letting them play down there. There's a lot of contact that they're letting slide. Old Fort now with it on the left wing. Up top now with 14. Perez drives inside. Shot from just inside of the elbow. Up and good for Isaiah Perez. Cuts down the deficit to three. Hopewell attacks the other direction now with five. Barrier from the left wing. Flings it to Nutter, but it's poked out of bounds. So it'll go back to Old Fort with a second and a half to go in the first quarter. Probably not enough time, but we'll see. As Old Fort will implement a press just to keep Old Fort from getting a clean look. Perez flings it from the opposite volleyball line, and that actually was a pretty decent look from how far away that shot was, but that'll do it for the first quarter of action. It'll be Hopewell out in the three-point lead, 13-10 through one here at Old Fort. We'll step aside for a quick timeout. When we come back, start of quarter number two. You're listening to High School Basketball on both WBBI and WFOB. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have third shift general labor positions available with a starting pay of $17.51 an hour with a $0.25 cent shift differential for the third shift. 
Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria and part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Have you tried Campus Poly Eyes with their world-famous stuffed sticks? Campus Poly Eyes is at 339 South Blanchard Street and are serving up their award-winning pizza, amazing stuffed breadsticks, subs, salads, and more. Campus Poly Eyes is now delivering all over Findlay, and they offer a great selection of beer and wine for dine-in customers. Voted best restaurant, period, by the BG News three of the last five years. Campus Poly Eyes at 339 South Blanchard Street. Stop in and taste heaven. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 60 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Back we are here to start the second quarter here from Orford, 13 to 10, your score, as it's Hopewell, the three-point lead as we start the second quarter. It was supposed to be Hopewell ball, but they went to inbound it. They were trying to get an alley-oop to crease, but it went out of bounds, so it is potentially Old Fort ball as a referees actually came to collaborate on their exact call as they go over and explain it to the scorer's table. Yeah, I, I'm kind of lost. I'm not gonna lie. So I was expecting it to be Hopewell Ball and also I know it's Old Fort with it saying, oh, okay. So it will be Old Fort Ball, but then stolen right away by Martinez. So it goes the other way for Hopewell with 10 seconds to go, 10 seconds into this second quarter. Martinez's three comes up shy in transition, Old Fort the other way. Yeah, and Old Fort definitely needs a solid second quarter here. Only a three point deficit, but still. That ain't gonna help. So call a foul, looks like on Agabra. Oh, they got that on Agabra? They did. Okay. The, the, the way he gestured, I thought they were calling an offense. I was like, there's no way, come on. It'll be Old Fort Ball on the baseline with 7.39 to go in the first half of action. We have Isaiah Perez bringing it back out towards half court. Majors now will set things up as they'll call Another fall off the ball. Looks like this one's going against Martinez based on his reaction, and yes, it will. Cleveland's realized that he's going to get hit quite a bit. So Martinez got chested up with him a little, and he absolutely flung himself back a little on behalf of the academy right there, but hey, it worked. Old Fort setting up their half-court offense just under 7.5 to go here in the opening half. So it'll be Perez with it now up top. He'll find Cleveland. Cleveland brings it over to the corner now for Majors. Majors thinks about taking the three before flinging it over now to Adelsberger. So slow things down again in the half court. Do the stockaders. They get it to Dubois right corner. Now back up top. They'll swing it to Majors. Majors pump fakes, drives baseline. Gets the good finish inside. Does Adam Majors. Cuts their deficit down to one with seven minutes to go in the first half. Again, definitely a lot of contact with being let go so far in this game. Increase with it up top for Hopewell Loudon. He'll drive left side, working down inside, and gets it to go with the foul from just inside the line. As, yeah, it might have been a little deep to start a post move, but Crease is able to make it work for the end one. Well, I mean, Crease, when he fully extends himself, is like 7'3", 7'4". So, 
he definitely has the ability to extend that range a little bit. Connor Ernsberger will check in for Old Ford. He'll check in for Isaiah Perez with 6.48 left to go here in the first half. Crease at the line for the and one opportunity after the make down inside. Zan one free throw will come up short. Elmore fights for it and does come down with the board. Gets it inside and Kreese won't get that one to go. That rebound will be grabbed by Dubois. Old for the other way up ahead to Ernsberger. So he gets it over now and driving will be Dubois. Dubois reverse layup up and good. For wrapping himself around under the basket. That will cut Old Ford's deficit back to one yet again. Very athletic basket there for Dubois. Old Ford leading this one 15 to 14. 6.23 left to go here second quarter. Barry with it, right wing four, Hopewell loud, and he'll drive his way inside. Can't quite finish with the contact. Martinez gets the offensive rebound, takes the dribble, and goes up and finishes on the second chance opportunity for Hopewell. Gets the lead back to three yet again, and we'll see now Coach Roger Jury take the timeout with 6.09 left to go here in this second quarter. 30-second timeout. We'll keep it right here on both WFOB and WBVI. Lance Morris, Matt Cotman here with you. And Matt, just uh, just like we alluded to before the game, certainly back and forth here so far. Yeah, if you were expecting this one to be one-sided, I got bad, bad news for you. I hope you didn't take the over on that bet. This is going to be a really close match from start to finish. And really, the fact of the matter is, is because these two teams complement each other so well, what Old Fort does great Hopewell Lound struggles that way. On the flip side, what Hopewell Lound does great, that's kind of Old Fort's struggle. So you're having this really good chess match out there right now. And I think the X factor so far in this one is going to, or has been and will be, the speed that Old Fort plays at. I don't know if Hopewell Lound can keep up with that speed throughout this game. That's going to be the real X factor as this one goes on. As Old Fort, they have really been pushing the tempo tonight. Ready to go following the timeout. Matter, Majors will cross half court for the Stockaders. Yarbrough back on the floor. Has to be careful with a couple fouls already against him. He almost gets a steal there. Barrier tried to come down with it, but won't be able to. It'll stay with Old Fort with 5.49 left to go here in second quarter. Majors now with the ball again for Old Fort. He'll have a brief slip screen, but now bring it back over top to the volleyball line. Slow things down again. Barrier again comes down and actually does get the seal this time but he has to hit the deck to do so and it'll make it a jump ball possession arrow we'll keep it with old fort with 534 left to go first half blake barrier took a little bit of a hit to the head there as they were going for that jump ball completely incidental it was not intentional by any means but he he kind of looks a little shaken up down there Andrews with it up top for old fort trying to drive his way inside bounces it to cleveland in the left corner i'll get it back over now to dubois Dubois driving from up top, working his way down inside, and again another finish inside for Dubois. He's already in double figures. Old Ford again cuts the deficit down to one. Yeah, Carter Dubois having himself a ball game right now, leading all scores. Already improved on his last game, had eight points in that win against Seneca East in their last matchup. The Yarbrough with it, right wing for Hopewell Loud, and enters it to Crease, right elbow. Crease now will put it on the ground, backing his opponent down. Finds Barrier, he's open left corner for the three, up and good for Blake Barrier from outside. Every time Old Fort gets a basket, Hopewell out and gets one right back, their lead up to four. Yeah, it's really been that give and take. They've just been able to respond each time. Nice job by Hopewell. Ernsberger with it up top, bounced off of Dubois, back into Ernsberger's hands. Elmore briefly poked it away. Now it's up for grabs and ends up in Cleveland's hands. He looks to take the step back three, but doesn't have quite enough room to do so. 
Now to be over to Ernsberger. Has it poked away. Martinez gets the steal. Then Elmore throws it away as he was trying to get it up ahead to Martinez. And Majors comes away with another steal. He'll drive inside. He can't finish with the right hand. Neither can Adelsberger on the second chance. And now we'll get a foul called underneath with 4.13 to go in this first half. And a 6'4 and a 6'5 player down there. There's, there's no reason Adam Majors and Dubois and Connor Ernsberger all under six feet are getting those rebounds. I'm sorry, that's just, that's inexcusable. Well, that will now be the second foul on Donovan Elmore. First free throw up and good for Ernsberger to get his name into the scoring column. And we'll have another check in for him on the Hopewell side. Adelsberger checking out Steyer back on the floor for Old Ford. Yeah, and once again with Elmore, I mean, it's you, you got to avoid getting him in foul trouble because he gets extremely passive, and just called as is at that point, he does become a bit of a liability defensively. Second free throw off the mark, rebound put up and by Blake Bender, who just checked into the game as well for Old Ford. That'll cut their deficit back to one yet again. It's 20 to 19, 405 to go first half. We got ourselves one heck of a game here. Blake Barrier with it on the left wing, made the three last time down for Hopewell. He'll stop at the right elbow, finds Yarbrough, right wing extended. He'll jab step, he'll drive inside now. He'll go up and under with the reverse lane and hit won't drop. Rebound grabbed by Ernsberger, hold for the other way with 3.45 to go in the first half. Andrews briefly had time in transition, now slows things down, finds Steyer right corner for Old Fort. He'll drive inside, he'll lose his footing, and it'll end up hitting the... Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. Talking about for Old Fourth, it's, they seem to be out efforting Hopewell right now. Martinez setting up the offense this time down for Hopewell. Loud and will get it to Barrier. He'll try another corner three. That time rattles in and out, won't fall. Goes the other direction now for Old Fourth with 2:40 left to go. Second quarter, they trail 20 to 19. Steyer with it up top for the Stockaders. Handing it to Dubois. Dubois pump faking now takes the shot from just outside the left elbow off the mark. Runner with the board now over to Yarbrough up ahead now for Hopewell Loudon. He'll have it near the top of the key. He'll look to pull from the elbow before flinging it to Martinez on the left wing. He'll now go inside to Nutter. Nutter working from the left block goes up and he'll get that one to drop with a nice move over the right shoulder for Will Nutter. That'll extend Hopewell's lead back to three. 22-19, 2-10 left to go second quarter. You know, you watch Will Nutter play, you think more just defensive enforcer, but the kid's got some skill offensively. We've seen him have some good nights. Down inside to Dubois for Old Ford. It'll be poked by Yarbrough and stay with the Stockaders on the baseline with 1.59 to go second quarter. Another Gamba now checking in. He'll come in for Yarbrough on the Hopewell side. A little bit of a communication staff through there as we have a couple of the coaches for Hopewell yelling about who's guarding who. Dubois will inbound. He finds Majors. Turnaround Jay from just inside the right corner. Up and good. 
Again, Old Fort cutting down the deficit to 1, 21 to go second quarter. Again, you got to give Old Fort a ton of credit. They're really holding their own out here right now against Hopewell. Martinez with it up top, finds Barrier. Barrier driving his way inside. He'll get it to go, but... Looks like it will, in fact, be an and one for Blake Barriers. They'll call a blocking foul that time. I mean, okay. <laughs> Barrier at the line for the and one opportunity with 141 to go second quarter, and that free throw will drop. Hopewell's lead back to four, 25-21. And Blake Barrier. Two-third shooter right now, 67% from the charity stripe on the season. Old Fort now will set up their offense in the half court. Majors inside, can't get the floater to go. Up and good on the follow by Connor Ernsberger for his own and one for Old Fort. There's, again, I'm sorry, with the height advantage that Hopewell has, there's no reason a guy like Ernsberger should be out rebounding this team as regularly as he is tonight. Ernstberger might not be the biggest guy on the floor, but averages about six rebounds a game. I, again, it's that, that's effort. It's just effort. And one free throw off the mark from Ernstberger. Hopewell allowed in the other direction with 121 to go. First half of action. Hopewell, the two-point lead, 25 to 23. SBC River basketball here on both WBBI and WFOB. It'll be Tyler Regaba with it left wing for Hopewell Loudon. So we'll get an off-ball foul. And they're calling it on Will Nutter. So it goes the other way for Old Fort with 110 to go in the first half. Okay. When it's worth noting, Hopewell has been into the bonus with that's now their ninth team foul, but because a lot of them have been offensive, hasn't resulted in any free throws. Exactly. It's kind of impressive. We get under a minute to go here in the first half of action. Old Fort with the basketball. Steyer with it, right wing extended. Up top for Dubois, briefly had time and not quite enough room to launch that one. And now they'll call a double dribble against Old Fort. Back the other way for Hopewell with 50 seconds to go in the first half. I mean, pretty blatant right there. It's, it's hard to miss a double dribble. Well, we'll go the other direction as we get down to 46 seconds remaining in the first half. Barrier with it at the volleyball line for the Chieftains. We'll get it over to Martinez. He'll dribble it now up top for Nutter. Nutter swinging it to Agaba, almost losing the handle, able to maintain his possession. No call, though, a jump ball. Possession arrow, though, will keep it with Hopewell Lauder with 31.8 to go in the first half. Only a two-point lead. I mean, this has been a really good back and forth. This is a smart substitution here. Agabuff, or Yarbrough, excuse me, for Agabuff. As Yarbrough, a little bit more of a shooter than Agabuff. Agabuff, very much an energy player. Yarbrough, he can put the ball in the basket in a hurry. 31.8 to go in the first half. Hopewell allowed in the two-point lead. Hopewell with possession as well. As Yarbrough taking his time before crossing half court. And now he will cross the timeline with 22 seconds to go in the first half of action. Maintaining his dribble up top, working on Ernsberger. He'll now hand it over to Barrier. Barrier brings it to the top of key. He'll hand it over to Martinez with eight. Down into the corner, Yarbrough hit as he took it, and he will draw the foul. And they will, in fact, call the foul on the shooting attempt at that time as Yarbrough will go to the line with 5.1 to go in the half. 
Great opportunity here to really extend the lead here for Hopewell. First free throw from Yarborough, comes up short. He'd only missed one free throw all season up to this point. That's already his second on the night. Yeah, this has been very uncharacteristic for him. Second free throw from Yarborough, up and good. That's more like it. Snutter will check in for Elmore on the Hopewell side. Agaba will wait to see if Yarborough can knock in the final of the three free throws. There's one from Yarborough, that one up and good as well. So now we'll have Agamba check in for Yarborough after knocking in the free throw. The lead now up to four for Hopewell with 5.1 to go in the first half. Not every day you see an offensive defensive substitution in the second quarter. You do when you have guys already in with a couple fouls. True. Steyer from just outside the volleyball line will not fall, and that'll do it for the first half of action. 27 to 23 is your score. Hopewell allowed in the four-point lead over Old Fork through one half of basketball. Matt, thoughts on uh, thoughts on that opening half? Really great opening half for both teams. They certainly made it entertaining. A uh, little bit more low scoring than I was anticipating after the JV game. But the defense has really shown out. Both teams playing equally good. Few things both sides could clean up. I'd like to see a little bit better post play from Hopewell Loudon for Old Fort. You got to start getting those outside shots to fall. I mean, they've only—I think they only had one or two three-pointers land in that whole first half. You got to get something going beyond the paint. But outside of that, really nothing else to say. It's very good first half. Exciting start to the game. Hoping that it continues. With that, we'll set aside for a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll have our ONN halftime report, and then shortly after that, back to start the second half here from Old Fort again. 27-23, your score. Hopewell allowed in the four-point lead over Old Fort through one half of basketball. You're listening to SBC River Basketball on both WBVI and WFOB. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. 
My name is Carrie Maligan with Harold Floriana Funeral Home. In 1975, my father, Jeff Floriana, married my mother, Candy. That's when he not only committed his life to her, but our family business. Jeff, along with my husband, Tony, carry on our family's tradition of commitment and pride in our community. A lot has changed since we began in 1904, but one thing hasn't, our promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in our call to get information on pre-planning your future. Let your wishes be known and help ease the burden of your loved ones. Same location we've always been, on the corner of Tiffin and Union Streets in Faustoria. Harold Floriana Funeral Home, we're here for you. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Are you looking for a job with a great company? The Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $18.84 an hour with a raise after 90 days. These are full-time positions that work second shift from 2 p.m. until 10 p.m. There's also an opening for a CDL Class A truck driver. To apply, go to Ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family-driven. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Hoops. Now here's your host, Eric Reeser. Like everything else in college athletics, college basketball has seen some serious changes over the last year. One major change has been the one-time transfer rule put into place by the NCAA in August of 2022. It allows players to transfer to another school without sitting for one year of their remaining eligibility. The Ohio State men's basketball team is one of many around the country that have rosters made up of transfer players. One such player is senior guard Tanner Holden, a transfer from Wright State out near Dayton. It's been a different role for Holden in Columbus, but he's already made quite the impact. You'll hear from Holden and his Ohio State head coach, Chris Holtman, coming up next. This is the Ohio News Network. I'm Scott DeMauro, president of the Ohio Education Association. On behalf of our 120,000 members, OEA is proud to sponsor tonight's game. We know high school sports play an important role in shaping young athletes' lives. And we've all seen the difference Ohio's educators make in their students' lives every day. Whether they're in the classrooms or coaching on the basketball court, Ohio's educators are dedicated to empowering their students and providing them with opportunities to learn, grow, and thrive. For that, we say thank you. Did you know that three Ohioans are diagnosed with oral cancer every day? Dentists are doctors of dental surgery and can recognize life-threatening conditions and treat oral diseases before they become serious health complications. Ohio Dental Association member dentists are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality dental care. Ask if your dentist is a member of the Ohio Dental Association and American Dental Association so you know you're being treated by the best. To find an ODA dentist in your area, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. This, this is ONN. In late March, about 10 days after the Wright State men's basketball team was knocked out of the 2022 NCAA tournament, junior guard Tanner Holden from Wheelersburg, Ohio, entered his name into the transfer portal, announcing his intention to play at a different school with two years of eligibility remaining. In early April, Holden announced that he would play at The Ohio State University. In his final season with the Raiders, Holden averaged more than 20 points, playing 35 minutes per game. It's been a different role for Holden at Ohio State. The Buckeyes utilize more of a two-guard lineup, and through nine games this season, Holden's 
Wolverines averaging 4.8 points in 16 minutes per game. In Ohio State's Big Ten opener against Rutgers in early December, Holden scored only three points in 15 minutes of play, but his three was the buzzer-beating game winner that gave Ohio State a 67-66 win. Holden was asked after that game if he's frustrated with his new role. No, I'm not frustrated. You know, uh, Before I ever entered the portal, I, I wrote a list down of what changes were going to be, the pros and cons of leaving. Uh, and, you know, one of those things was, you know, maybe I play less. Uh, you know, that was one of the things, you know, I just had to bite the bullet on that. Uh, so, you know, sometimes I'll play 20 minutes. You know, me and Coach Holman have had a lot of conversations. Uh, you know, I, I think tonight is a perfect example uh, just, just to stay ready. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I played in the last four minutes. So, but, you know, Coach Holman called my name, sprinted up there, you know, I was ready. Uh, I think that's for a lot of guys, you know, different, different people, it's going to be their night. So I think, you know, I'm, I'm not frustrated by anything. You know, we got to win tonight. I'm, I'm happier than ever. Ohio State's head coach Chris Holtman called Tanner Holden one of their, quote, most consistent workers. After their one-point win over Rutgers, Holtman added that consistency is why they wanted Holden in Columbus. He's a gamer. I mean, he's made big shots his whole life, really. Made big shots. I mean, he made, a, I think, a game-winning reception as a wide receiver in the state championship game. Like, he's just, he's a gamer. He's got to get better defensively against this level of physicality and athlete. And uh, he's really got to improve on that end. But, man, I'm, I don't, I don't want to get into that too much tonight because I'm just really happy for the kid, really happy for him. Holden says he's confident things will work out with the Buckeyes. Yeah, you know, it's always an adjustment. You know, anytime going from a different team, different conference, uh, there's always adjustments. So I think, you know, overall the scoring will come. I think we have a lot of guys who can score the ball, as you see tonight. You know, Zed had a big night. Bryce had a big night. Just guys chipping in in different ways. So, you know, I think, you know, a lot of guys will have their night. A lot of guys will contribute in different ways. So I think, you know, my time will come. I'm, you know, I'm still working hard. Uh, we all are working hard. So, you know, I just trust my guys to make plays. You know, they'll find me. It's not too often that a player makes a game winner in their first conference game. Holden says he can't remember if he's ever hit a shot like the one he did to beat Rutgers. But he says it's a great feeling and a great way to begin Big Ten play. For me, it's, it's a confidence builder, a confidence booster. Uh, so I think, you know, it's one game we're going to uh, learn from. Uh, you know, we're going to get back in the gym tomorrow, work on it. Uh, so I think overall, you know, it's just a good building block for us. Uh, so, you know, I think I think we're just going to build off of it. The Ohio State men's basketball team resumes conference play on Sunday, January 1st of 2023. OSU is on the road at Northwestern. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Eric Reeser. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. Back we are about to start the second half of action here between Hopewell Loudon and Old Fort. 27-23 the score. Hopewell Loudon the four-point lead. So we're about ready to start the second half of action. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you on both WFOB and WBVI. We thank you for making us a part of your Thursday night for some SEC. Yep, happy to have you with us and especially happy to have all the fine folks at WFOB 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, ESPN. You, you, you good? You got any more folks you got to get in? Tune in tomorrow. ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB, Matt Cotman, yours truly, and Tom Grind will be bringing you the action. 
I have something I'll say, but I'll tell it to you off air. Well, that's just mean. It'll be fun. No, it's not mean to you. It's not mean to me? Okay. No. You'll enjoy it. Will I get a tee-hee out of it? You'll probably get a ha out of it. Ooh, a full ha. Okay. All right. I respect Or somewhere that. in between. But nonetheless, we got to start the second half. It'll be Old Fort basketball. They'll be attacking the basket coming towards us here from our baseline position here at Old Fort. They get it down inside baseline. Now down up and around into the corner. Now up top for Majors. Majors maintaining his dribble up top for Old Fort. Get it down in the right wing now. Dubois up top now for Perez. Perez tried to cross over. Now back up top. Ernsberger from outside comes up short. Rebound got by Kreese. Hope all the other way. Yeah, it's a little short there. Not too many people using that backboard. You know, if you hit it right in that little painted area, more than likely going to get it in. Martinez from the right wing, up and good from outside for Hopewell Loud and gets the scoring started here in the third quarter. Much needed three for Blake Martinez. Been a little well on the quiet side tonight, but that's a good three to get him rolling in the second half. Braylon Martinez, that's a fine. What did I say? You said Blake. Oh, my bad. Braylon Martinez. Blake Martinez is, I think, a recently retired football player. Yes, for the Green Bay Packers. Because he sold a Pokemon card. I'm sorry, that's just incredible. <laughs> So old four ball after it was deflected out of bounds. A inbound from the baseline. They'll get it out to Ernsberger for another three try. Again, comes up short. Rebound is grabbed by Majors to keep it with old four with 6.55 to go here third quarter. Old four trailing this one 30 to 23, but with possession, but possession no longer as they'll call Majors for the offensive foul as we saw Martinez step in and take the charge. Yeah, good job by Martinez. Braylon Martinez on that one. Really good job on his part, taking the charge, having his feet planted. Being in a good position, very well executed. So we'll see Old Fort come out with a man-to-man -man press this time. Oh, and Yarbrough got away with straight shoving Ernsberger. And it'll be Yarbrough with possession for Hopewell Loud and getting it over to Crease. He'll swing it to Martinez. Martinez gets Barrier with it now in the corner. Barrier puts it on the deck now, getting it up top to Martinez with 6.35 to go here in the third quarter. Over to Crease. Crease drives baseline, pulls up. Nothing with the bottom that time from Evan Crease adds Hopewell's lead now to nine. Definitely someone that needs to get going offensively here in the second half. Only six points on the night so far for Crease, but nine point lead for Hopewell nonetheless. It's Old Fort Ball now, driving inside and finishing will be Connor Ernsberger with a nice scoop of layup. Cuts down the deficit to seven. Yeah, very nicely done there by Ernsberger. Good job. I like watching him attack the basket. Barrier crosses the timeline for Hopewell. He'll go with the Euro step and they'll call a blocking foul on Majors down inside with 6.02 to go here, third quarter. That will send Barrier to the line yet again for Hopewell Loudon. Free throw up and good for Barrier. Lead for Hopewell back to eight. Now, once again, Blake Barry shooting 67% from the line so far this season. He, he's one of those guys that deceptively you don't want to put him on the line because he does a pretty decent job once he gets there. Second one from Barrier. Up and good as well. Two for two that trip. Hopewell lead back to 9, 34, 25. Six minutes left to go third quarter. Right now, nice. Hopewell's pulling away a little bit. Well, not only that, Coach Hoover was giving the one near side rough and earful, and I think it was a... Uh, Close to getting either a tech or a warning of a tech as they'll call a foul down inside against Hopewell with 5.48 to go here. Third quarter, Old Fort will inbound from the baseline. See who they actually got on that. 
They actually got barrier. Just his first foul. So everybody out of the floor for Hopewell now with at least one foul. Perez knocking it down from the corner from distance. That'll cut down the deficit now to six, but Hopewell will push in transition briefly. Crease with it down inside to a wide open Elmore who lays it up and in on the right side. And yet again, back and forth, Hopewell's lead back to eight. Yeah, they're really not giving them any opportunity to close that cushion. Three-pointer. Dubois comes up short. Rebound grabbed by Martinez. Hopewell goes the other direction. Barrier with it now. Elmore collides with Ernsberger. Still no foul called. Inside shot was missed by Hopewell. The other direction now for Oldfort. And Yarbrough tried to get that one to steal. And down inside with it. And one for Ernsberger. And that'll ignite this Old Fort crowd to 5-10 to go third quarter. They cut the deficit to six. Suddenly back to life in here. <laughs> so call that one on Martinez. It'll be his second of the game. Everybody on the floor currently for Hopewell with either one or two fouls. Yeah, really putting Coach Jury in a hard spot here of who do you rotate out to keep out of foul trouble right now. Ernsberger missing the end one free throw. Hopewell the other direction. 5.05 left to go here at third quarter. The Martinez with the left wing extended for Hopewell Loudon. Goes inside to Crease. Crease inside with the throwdown for Evan Crease as add on to the Hopewell lead. Yeah, he could do that. That was a good one. Pretty solid two hand jam there. And they'll call a reach in foul against Old Fort. Rather on Hopewell. So that'll be another one on Martinez. That'll now be his third. So we'll see if Coach Jury sticks with him. It looks like he will, at least for the moment. I mean, you might as well. It's really everybody's in foul trouble to some extent. Driving inside will be Ernsberger for Old Fort. Now out to Perez for the Stockaders. They trail by eight. We ripped away from him. Martinez now with the seal up ahead in transition for Hopewell Loudon. He'll finish inside on the left side for Hopewell Loudon. Their lead up to 10. 425 left to go here third quarter. Biggest lead of the night so far for either team. Ellisberger with it near the free throw line for Old Fort. He'll go inside. Gets the friendly roll. Does the sophomores. That's a nice move that time for Adelsberger. Really nice move. And nice steal that time for Dubois as he was able to navigate the sideline as he ran out of bounds near the scorer's table. So it'll be Old Fort Ball with 4.02 left to go third quarter. They trail 40-32. to 32. It'll be Isaiah Perez with it up top for the Stockaders. Wide open look for Dubois, but doesn't touch anything. Elmore with the board for Hopewell Loudon. They go the other way. Yeah, a little too hype right now for Dubois after that really awesome steal. Martinez will bring it up the floor for Hopewell Loud, and we'll see Will Nutter check in next dead ball. Martinez knocking it down from the short corner just inside the three-point line. Hopewell lead back to 10, 3.35 to go third quarter. I just Hopewell, they keep coming up with responses. Hinesberger with it, left wing down inside for Steyer. Crease with the block, but he'll get Crease for the foul instead. So that'll be his second with 3.27 to go third quarter. Hopewell, a 10-point lead. So now we have everyone except Barrier, who somehow only has one foul. And he actually got that here in this third quarter. So it's everybody else, either two or three fouls right now on the floor for Hopewell. Steyer free throw up and good. See Nutter check in along with Agaba. Out go Elmore and Martinez for Hopewell. Not the worst idea for that. I would have considered possibly pulling Crease for a little minute. 
Second one from Steyer. That won't fall. Crease comes down with the board for Hopewell. The Barrier bringing the ball up the floor. He'll cross the timeline with 3.21 to go in the third. Barrier down inside. Almost loses the handle. Does end up losing the handle. Steyer comes away with the steal. Steyer up ahead to Dubois. Dubois now finds Adelsberger. He'll launch it from the left wing. Doesn't get that one to fall. Rebound tipped around. Still up for grabs. Crease comes down with it briefly before running out of room on the baseline. And it'll stay, it looks like, with Oldport under the basket with 3.05 to go in the third quarter. Old, Oldport trailing right now by nine. Again, making it a bit of a game. <laughs> I mean, nine-point lead. Hopewell's done a good job maintaining that, but now we have the smart decision here is we're going to have a full timeout from Coach Jury. It's the, the intensity level is hitting a fever pitch. Try and cool the tempo off a little bit here for both teams. Full timeout, but we will keep it right here this time with 3.05 to go third quarter. 42-33, your score, Hopewell, with the nine-point lead. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you on both WBBI and WFOB. And, Matt, that's exactly what I wanted to say once I had a moment to say it. I don't know what the refs can really do because they've already kind of let it get too far out of control in terms of both teams because we've seen chippiness. We've seen some pushing, some subbing from both teams. Where do you go from here because... You can't just then call every foul, but you have to do something. Text. I mean, that's really where it goes from here. It's text. It's going to be technical fouls because you're going to have it get a little too chippy. Someone's going to get animated after a shot or after a block, after a rebound. It's going to be an extracurricular shove, and you can't just call the foul. You're going to have to call the tech, which that's going to really animate one fan base and one team and really cool off the other side, which is then going to make a big discrepancy. And I, I got to be candid. You got to put that on the officiating. They let so much contact go through. Now, also, to be fair to both these teams, they're starting to get chippy. It's not like you're seeing huge knockdowns. But it's, been, it's been that way. Correct. It started in the first half, and it's continued here in the second. Correct. So as this game continues to either pull apart or get closer, it's only going to escalate. So... Really, I'd say 3.05 left to go in the third. The officials have three minutes and five seconds to rein it back in. As they will throw the ball away as they were looking to get it over to Ernsberger, but he collided that time with Barrier, and it'll go back over now to Hopewell Loudon with 3.04 to go in the third quarter. That's just another example of the chippiness. But then... An old four player might have touched it, but with my perspective, I could not see that far down on the baseline. But it'll, it will, uh, will in fact be uh, Hopewell Loudon ball. I mean, okay. As we do see Old Ford in a man-to-man press in the full court, stolen away by Perez. He'll take the three from the corner, up and good for Isaiah Perez. A big basket for the Stockaders. Huge, huge basket for the Stockaders. Agaba with it, has it ripped away from him. Now up ahead to Perez for Old Fort. The layup will be blocked from behind, but they will call the foul on Carter Yarbrough with 2.46 to go third quarter. Give some credit here. Both teams are getting chippy, but you can actually see through the grates up here where we're standing for this game. Um, Blake Berry actually did help Isaiah Perez. Yeah, he's, he's done that multiple times. So, it's, again, it's chippy, and you can tell where it's going. But both teams are also doing a good job on their own trying to rein it in. Isaiah Perez at the line. First free throw up and good. See Crease and Martinez check in. 
Barrier and Agamba check out for Hopewell Loud. Number 246 to go third quarter. Score 42-37. Old Fort cutting into the deficit. Certainly making a game of it, that's for sure. Second free throw from Perez up and good as well. He'll cash both in that time, make it a four-point game. And Isaiah Perez has been a big factor in making this thing a game. Up ahead for Elmore, but he'll almost lose the handle. He'll stick with it. Flings it over to Crease, open for the right corner. Three up and good for Evan Crease. Just like that, Hopewell re-extends their lead. Big shot there from Crease. Big, big shot. 45-38, your score, 225 left to go third quarter, but they'll call that time a travel on Isaiah Perez. Back over now to Hopewell. Did he travel, though? I mean, it looked like he it was still on his pivot foot. I think I think he did. I mean, he might might I mean just from from my perspective, it looked like he didn't move his pivot foot, just took a step forward with the extra foot. Martinez will bring the ball up this time for Hopewell. Almost stolen away as he got it over to Elmore. Elmore down inside. Good look to Martinez, but he ends up hitting the deck with some contact. So call a foul on Old Fort. And that looks like it'll go against Steyer, and yes it will. That'll be his second of the game. Yarbrough with it, right wing for Hopewell Loud in the lead, 45-38, 2.03 left to go, third quarter, Elmore wanted to go over to Crease, ends up being a missed shot, but Crease there to clean it up and put it up and in on the second chance effort, Hopewell's lead back to 9, 153 to go third quarter. Tell you what, if Crease can get going here in the second half, that might be ball game here for Hopewell. Dubois, he'll draw the foul and they'll get Crease for that one, so that'll be Crease's third now as the foul trouble continues for Hopewell. I mean, Coach Jury, I give him credit. He's playing a bit of a high-risk, high-reward game here with the amount of players out there in pretty decent foul trouble right now. Crease, Martinez, Yarbrough all with three. And we see Elmore along with Nutter each with two on the floor currently. Down inside, Ernsberger, turnaround shot from inside. Will fall for Old Fort, cuts the deficit down to seven. They trail by that score with 129 left to go third quarter as it's poked out of bounds. It'll... Still be, I don't know, it actually will be Hopewell out ball. So a barrier check in, he'll check in for Crease. You need Crease, it's absolutely critical. You gotta, you gotta be able to sit him for a few minutes, that way you can get him in the fourth quarter. 1-2-2 press this time for Old Fort. Barrier able to get it into the half court. He'll hand it over to Martinez. Martinez drives inside, finds Nutter. Nutter puck fakes, has his shot blocked from behind. Elmore saves it. Runs out of room on the baseline, so it'll go back over to Old Fort. 1-15 to go third quarter. Hopewell allowed in the seven-point lead, 47-40. I mean, I love the thought by Elmore there, but he kind of bounced it off himself based on the angle. Perez brings the ball before this time for Old Fort. They'll now swing it over. Bobby Dubois with it. He'll look to take the step back three. Now we'll take the three. Up and good again for Dubois. He's got 13 on the game. Cuts the deficit down to four. And we'll now get a blocking foul called. See exactly who this foul is on. And that'll be on Isaiah Perez. So that'll be his third. So both teams now a little bit of foul trouble. Crease checking back in for Hopewell as well. Nutter checks out. 
Yeah, I will say we're approaching equal levels of foul trouble as both teams there. Big scores are the ones that are in foul trouble right now. So you could very easily have this game turn into a defensive stall out by both squads, depending on who fouls, gets into bigger foul trouble quicker. Carter Cleveland in the game for Perez on the old fort side with 48 seconds remaining in this third quarter. Martinez, he'll drive baseline, pull up shot, does not get that one to drop. Yarbrough briefly had the board, it's poked away as the refs are colliding, they're coming to talk and it will in fact be Old Fort ball with 40.1 to go third quarter. We'll see another check in for Crease on the offense, defense sub for Old for Hopewell out. Then again, not every day you see that type of substitution in the second quarter or third quarter, but so many people in foul trouble, you need to early already. Steyer with it right wing for Old Fort, almost loses the handle, now back out to Adelsberger. He'll drive inside. Back out now, Steyer. Steyer drives inside. He can't get the layup to drop. Rebound tipped around. Yarbrough comes down with it as it poked away by Steyer. He goes into the backcourt, but they had an already established position in the backcourt, so it'll give it back over now to Hopewell. Loud with 19 and a half to go third quarter. Hopewell, the four-point lead, as we'll see Kreischek back in for Hopewell, coming in for Nutter. And, man, you, you think when Hopewell's about to put him away and get a little bit of an upset, <laughs> Old Fortress rallies. Barrier with it up top for Hopewell Loudon. 13 seconds remain, third quarter. They lead 47-43. Barrier brings it back out towards the half-court line. Now has it just inside the volleyball line with five. He'll drive inside, finds Elmore. Elmore with contact, up and finishing down inside. Steyer won't get anything off before the time comes to an end here in the third quarter. Hopewell extends their lead again. It's 49-43 through three quarters of basketball. We'll step aside. For a quick timeout, we come back, start of the fourth quarter here from Old Fort, listening to high school basketball here on both Classic 96.7 WBVI and ESPN 1430 AM 105.7 FM WFOB. Welcome to Bigby Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you and her and him. You see, here at Bigby, we can customize our drinks for each person. Dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced, or frozen. Bigby Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. It's 10 p.m. and oh shoot, you didn't make that appointment for your aching knee. Guess what? Northwest Ohio Orthopedics is making it easier for patients to schedule their appointments. Online scheduling is now available. Hop online and schedule right away with whatever day and time works best for you and your family. The new online scheduling benefit is available at all six NWO locations. Finlay, Tiffin, Fremont, Fastoria, Bluffton, and Bowling Green. NWO is always working to make things easier for their patients. Go online, schedule, and bam, done. It's about ready to start the fourth quarter of action here from Old Fort. Your site for tonight's action here in high school basketball. Both WFOB and WBBI. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you for tonight's matchup. Hopewell Loudon the lead right now, 49-43. Be Hopewell Loudon ball to start this fourth quarter. They'll be curious to see how much of keep away Hopewell's get played in this fourth quarter. As Barrier loses the handle, has to actually hit the deck just to maintain possession. Coach Jury will call the timeout with 7.49 left to go here in this back and forth matchup. Hopewell allowing his lead back to six, 49-43. Here, Lance Morris, Matt Common again with you. Classic, it's 96.7 WBVI, ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM. WFOB, and Matt, we've, uh, we've uh, mentioned it time and time again, but 
back and forth this game has been for the most part, but really every time Old Fort, you know, gets one to go, Hope will out and comes right back, gets a shot of their own to drop. Yeah, they really do, and it's been impressive. I mean, that's what's made it such a good back and forth matchup is the fact that every time Old Fort comes up with something, Hopewell Loud has a response, and then Hopewell tends to carry that response forward for a possession or two, make a nice little rally for themselves, get back up to that 6, 8, almost 10-point lead. And they just see Old Fort repeat the process. It's one of these two things is going to have to give. Either Hopewell's going to go on a huge run, or Old Fort is really going to rally here. As they will call a travel on Martinez. Pass was about to be stolen anyway, but that'll get it back over now to Old Fort with 7.42 to go. Yeah, that possession was a dud from the jump. That was just not well executed. Rangers will cross the timeline for Old Fort. They trail by 6.49-43. Dubois briefly had some room to launch it, but ends up swinging it over now to Steyer. Over to Ernsberger, top of the key. Now Dubois takes the contested three. That one comes up short. Rebound is grabbed by Barrier. A couple players down for each team as Barrier pushes in transition for Hopewell. He'll get it over now to Martinez. He'll launch from the right wing. A little too strong that time. Rebound is poked around. Ends up in Yarbrough's hands to keep it with Hopewell Loudon, but has it poked away from him in the corner. It'll stay with Hopewell Loudon with 7.09 to go. Man. Sometimes it just bounces off the foot the wrong way. I mean... That was really good defense, good offense, good second effort from Hopewell. Just for Old Fort just got away from him just a tad. Hopewell possession. Another three from Martinez. Doesn't get it to fall. Rebound ends up in Yarbrough's hands. Crease from outside. Doesn't touch anything. Martinez tries to save it, but Perez essentially boxes out Martinez from trying to save it. So to go the other way for Old Fort with 6.56 to go. Fourth quarter. Hopewell Loudon beats 49-43. Isaiah Perez has given incredible effort tonight. He really has. Majors brings the ball up the floor for Old Fort. Bounces it to Perez up top. Now over to Majors right wing. Majors back over now Perez. Perez will drive inside. Forces that one up. Gets that one to fall over. Some tough defense from Blake Barrier. Old Fort's deficit back to four. 6.35 to go. It's the closest they've been able to make it this entire second half really. It's just that four point mark. Martinez up ahead to Yarbrough. Yarbrough has it right under the rim but bounces it off as he was looking to get it to Elmore. Barrier ends up saving it for Hopewell Loudon but They'll call a foul as a little bit of continuation as uh, Barrier uh, kept going because of his momentum. They did call the foul on Old Ford as that goes against Ernsberger, his second. Yeah, now everyone except Dubois actually has fouls. It's out there on the floor. Barrier inbounding for Hopewell. He'll throw it into Yarbrough up top. He'll drive inside and collision, and they will call the charge that time. So they'll go the other direction now for Oldfield. The 6.20 left to go. They trail by four. That's a big one as that puts Yarborough at four now. Should put him at four once they update it. There we go. So it will, in fact, be the fourth foul on Yarborough. We'll see Majors bring the ball up the floor for Oldfield. We'll have Perez with it on the left wing. Ernsberger now over to Dubois. Dubois with it up top for the Stockaders. So work on Martinez. Spins it around. Elmore comes away with the steal. Elmore in transition. Has it ripped away by Majors as Elmore tried to get that one to go inside with six minutes to go. If, if Elmore could just develop a finish, he would be so, so deadly in transition at his height. That's all he's missing from his transition game. 
They called that foul on Majors. That's going to be his four, so that's another thing to keep in mind on the old court side. First free throw from Elmore up and good, and that is a big free throw make for Elmore coming into tonight five for 14 at the line. That is a big, big make for Elmore. This might actually, if he gets this one, it should put him over double digits for the night too. He does have nine after that first free throw dropped. His second, up and good as well. Two for two trip that time for Elmore. Extends Hope Wells lead back to six. Perez crosses the time. on the sidelines after picking up his fourth foul. Adelsberger with it up top. The sophomore briefly looks to drive in. Hands it to Ernsberger. Ernsberger, he'll float that one up from the elbow off the mark. Steyer with the rebound, gets that one up. Doesn't get it to fall, but does draw the foul. And that will see Steyer for the line with 541 left to go fourth quarter. 51-45 to score, Old Fort Trails. And depending on who they get the foul on, that'll be the third one for Elmore. So not as deadly, but still a lot of players with three fouls out there for Hopewell. Steyer free throw will not drop. As free throw shooting has been an issue for both teams, even with them both being above 500. Old Fort coming in tonight at 57%. Hopewell at 59 as the second free throw also will not drop from Styro. Hopewell loud the other way. Just call it as it is. You can't leave points like that on the floor. That, that is an Achilles heel for so many teams at this level. Barrier, good move inside, but he can't finish. Dubois with the board for Old Fort. They'll look to push in transition. Up ahead to Perez. Got crease in the air. Doesn't get that one to go and won't get a foul in their favor either. As now Hopewell Loudon will look to go the other direction. Crease will cross half court. Up ahead to Barrier. Barrier layup up and in from the left side with the right hand. Hopewell lead back to 8-5-10 to go. And again. Four points. Old Fort just can't break that four-point barrier. Great Euro step by Perez as he finishes in close. Cuts the deficit back yet again. 53-47 the score. Crease up ahead to Elmore. Elmore laying it up and in on the alley-oop with the lay-in. Hopewell's lead again back to eight. 450 to go. Just been a great game. It really has. Four of the five players for Hopewell on the floor currently in double figures. Perez pulls up from the elbow. A little bit of an ill-advised shot that time. Hopewell the other way. Barry has to come down with it after it was thrown over to him by Martinez. And Barry now crossing half court for the Chieftains with four and a half minutes to go in this fourth quarter. Barrier down inside, finds Crease. He'll launch the three. That one won't fall. Nutter with the rebound. He'll get it up and good on the second chance effort for Will Nutter. Hopewell's lead back to 10, 57-47. 4.15 left to go. Maybe it's just something about Nutter's in this building. Maybe. Just that must be the case. My goodness. So it'll be Old Fort basketball, 4.02 left to go. They trail by 10. Perez with it. He'll drive baseline. Gets Crease in the air again, and he'll pick up the foul that time. So that's going to be Crease's fourth with 3.57 left to go. And suddenly it becomes a calculus here for Coach Jury. Everyone is performing very equally tonight for Hopewell. But do you keep Crease out there as your premier scorer? I think you do, just because you want to try and extend this lead as much as you can. We see, we're going to see Yarbrough check in. We'll see who he comes in for. I think and he, we might. And he, and he will check in for Creasy. He had to emphasize Evan, Evan, Evan before he checked in. And I think what we might be seeing here is we might see Crease go into an offensive-defensive substitution for the remainder of this game. Do have Isaiah Perez at the line with 3.57 left to go. 
It's also the ninth team foul against Hopewell, so one more and it'll be two free throws moving forward for Old Fort. Just 16 fouls so far against the Old Fort Stockaders. As the free throw is off the mark from Perez Yarbrough with the board. So to go the other direction for Hopewell. Barrier flinging it up ahead to Martinez. Left wing, he'll look to drive, he'll pull up. That one comes up shy. Rebound is grabbed by Steyer. Old Fort the other way up ahead to Majors. Majors, he'll drive briefly. Now out to Ernsberger. He'll launch it from deep. That one comes up short. Elmore with the board for Hopewell. Couple ill-advised shots from both teams here on these last couple possessions. Barry with it up top for Hopewell Loudon. 3.25 left to go. They lead 57-47. They double-team Nutter. He's able to swing it over to Yarbrough on the right corner. Yarbrough, he'll take the pull-up jump shot. That another ill-advised shot. And now Steyer with the rebound. Now flinging it up ahead as Yarbrough tried to draw the foul, but to no avail as they'll have kicked the ball on both Barrier and Nutter as it will stay with Old Fort on the baseline with 3.11 left to go. Old Fort trailing in this one by 10. And those kinds of pushes, those are the ones that have been surprised that they haven't seen called if we get a timeout here. And we have a full timeout. We'll go ahead and take it right along with them with 3.11 left to go here in this one. 57-47, Hopewell loud in the 10-point lead. You're listening to High School Basketball on both WFOB and WBVI. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have third shift general labor positions available with a starting pay of $17.51 an hour with a $0.25 shift differential for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria and part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Have you tried Campus Poly Eyes with their world-famous stuffed sticks? Campus Poly Eyes is at 339 South Blanchard Street and are serving up their award-winning pizza, amazing stuffed breadsticks, subs, salads, and more. Campus Poly Eyes is now delivering all over Findlay. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 60 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs and away go troubles down the drain. Under three minutes left to go here in this one as they will call an offensive foul on Hopewell Loudon after the quick change of possession as they'll get that one against Blake Bear. That'll be his second as he's not in foul trouble just yet. Hopewell Loudon inside of that will be the 10th foul against the Chieftains. We'll see Carter Yarbrough check in for Agaba now at 2.56. Left to go fourth quarter. Hopewell Loudon the 57 to 47 advantage over Old Fort. Just under three minutes left to go. Well, and once again, you're just seeing the fact that they're offensive fouls, so they're not going to the line even though not that many fouls right now. Majors with the right wing extended for Old Fort. They'll get it over to Majors right corner. He'll take the three. That one won't fall. Barrier with the board for Hopewell Loudon. So be double teamed to get it over to Yarbrough as they'll deal with the pressure. Up ahead now Martinez left wing back to Yarbrough. Slow things down for Hopewell Loudon. 235 left to go though. Enter it to Elmore down inside. Locking foul called. As Majors is the one, I think, that stepped in to try and take the charge. He's down in pain. He's up now, but I think he might have got the wind knocked out of him. Uh, either the wind knocked out of him or he took a knee into the, like, the hip or the stomach or something like that as 
Elmore was making the spin and moving around, you could definitely tell he took a pretty hard hit as he went down. That also now will be the final foul against Major, so that'll end his night as well. Certainly not the way you want to feel when you exit the game, but kind of will be the case for Adam Majors, unfortunately, this time. Yeah, that is a shame. I mean, t with the injury and fouling out at the same time, that's just, that's rough. As that now makes it one and ones for Hopewell Loudon with 2.31 left to go. They lead 57 to 47. No more though, the guy you do want to foul. Didn't make his last two last time down. So I think they're maybe having a slight discrepancy on the fouls. Now they will confirm it is in fact one and one. I mean, were they trying to get It can't be five seconds because they didn't give Elmore the ball. Yeah. First free throw up and good for Elmore. So he had only made five free throws coming in tonight. He's made three tonight. That he has. And you know what? This has been a good night for Elmore offensively. 13 points. Really starting to see those things that I was talking about during the pregame. The finesse getting into the post. He's done a lot of that tonight. Two for two again for Elmore. So after baking just five free throws in the first nine games, he's made four in one game. Very impressive night. Adelsberger pulls up from the top of the key for Oldford off the mark. Steyer grabs the board. He can't finish inside either. Rebound is grabbed by Hopewell. They'll go the other direction as they'll pick up Ernsberger for the foul. That'll send Blake Barrier out of the line with 218. Left to go here in this one. Hopewell, the 59-47 lead over Oldford. And I got to say, as much as I... I like the effort that we're seeing from Old Fort. They, they went into panic mode a little too fast. They, they went into desperation mode a little too quickly, and that is now costing them significantly because every foul they're going to be going to the line and really just extending that lead at this point. Barrier at the line with 2.18 left to go for the Chieftains. And he's front end of the 1 1 will fall. Now had himself a pretty good game. That's his 13th point of the game. Yeah, really balanced game from Hopewell. That's really been the difference here. Very balanced performance. Second one gets the friendly drop for Barrier. So he'll go two for two that time of the line as well. 61-47 your score. Hopewell the lead. Steyer tries to create some offense that time on his own. And we'll see a foul called against him as they'll call him for the charge as we'll see. I mean, Kreischek back in now with 2.13 left to go for Hopewell. He'll come in for Will Nutter. Have a referee coming to talk to, I think they're actually going to talk to one of the sheriffs to uh, remove somebody. And actually, yeah, going to remove a fan who uh, must have said a few too many uh, inappropriate words. Somebody's getting tossed. Not something you see every day. Although we'll give the fan credit. He just agreed to go. Didn't say he needed to be forced out or anything. You know, on, on the flip side of that, as watching the, the gentleman being escorted out walk, he could just be there trying to let him out as a security thing. Not as like he caused problems, but like, hey, make sure this guy gets out in one piece. No, because the referee motioned over to do it. Okay. That's why I say that. So it will be Hopewell out in ball, but then stolen by Perez. His layup a little too strong, though. 
Rebound is grabbed by Barrier as he'll fight some traffic and hit it across half court. As it's poked away, as Perez dives to save it, even still, and it'll be a jump ball. Possession arrow will give it over to Old Fort with two minutes left to go. Give credit to Old Fort. They are not going down without a fight. That they certainly are not, as we'll see. Will Nutter check in for Evan Kreese on the Hopewell side with two minutes left to go. 61-47 is the score. Hopewell Loudon with the lead. Ellsberger with it now for Old Fort. He'll try and create some offense. Stops at the elbow. Back over now Perez. Perez, he'll pull up from the top of the key. That one will fall for Isaiah Perez. That'll make it now an 11-point game with 145 left to go as we'll again see Old Fort. Looked, uh, I would say, foul, but they didn't get a foul called in their favor. Then throws it right into the hands of Ernsberger. So Old Fort the other way. Perez another three this time from the corner. That one won't fall. Rebound is grabbed, though, by Steyer to keep it with Old Fort. He'll now go up. He'll draw the foul, and he'll go under the line now with 129 left to go, and that'll be, I think, the final foul against Yarbrough now. Yep, that'll be his fifth, so Yarbrough's night is over. <laughs> Sorry, but the PA announcer combined them, and he made him Donovan Yarbrough number five. That's actually a halfway decent basketball game. So, do they call the... I was going to... They must have called the foul, I guess, on Elmore, because that should have been the fifth on Yarbrough. Yeah, they called it on Because they, they, they wouldn't, it they wouldn't, because they wouldn't have let him stay in. Good move by Steyer to actually intentionally miss the free throw, but could not get the make after following his own miss. But now it'll be Hopewell ball with 123 left to go. They lead 61 to 51. And so Hopewell now will look to attempt to play keep away as Barrier goes inside and probably could have got a foul called anyway, but. They end up getting it stolen by Perez. The other way now for Old Fort. Over to Adelberger. Adelberger, he'll drive inside from just inside the elbow. The sophomore gets that one to drop. That'll make it an eight-point game with 104 left to go. 61-53 the score. Again, I just can't get over the effort that we're seeing from Old Fort. I mean, it's been impressive. It's the thirty-second time out here. But flip side of that, these officials have let this thing get way, way out of hand in terms of the contact. There is a lot that's getting not called here that really should have been throughout this whole game. And now they're so late into this one, they can't call it because it's going to look like they're trying to influence the game. It's it's a real shame. I, I mean, mean, they already have. Well, they have, but... <laughs> <laughs> one foul call in the last 70 seconds or whatever, that's not going to change the minds of the people in this game. No, it certainly isn't. It's not going to change our minds. They've definitely been the primary driving force of the intensity of this game. I mean, these are nearby rivals. They don't need any additional ammunition. No, they don't. So it'll be Hopewell out in ball. So throw it in the barrier. They'll trap him, and then they'll call a foul against Old Fort. So I think that one will be on it. That'll be on Adelsberger. That'll be his first. I think that should send Crease to the line, and yes, it will. One and ones for now. The next foul against Old Fort would be two free throws for both of these teams. Now, say not too far away from the double bonus for both teams. And then Crease at the line. Running to the one and one will not fall and actually hit the 
top of the backboard, so that'll give possession over to Old Fort with 101 left to go, 61-53 the score. Old Fort trails Hopewell, but they get the ball back. Well, that's a pretty easy way to get possession. Perez will bring it up the floor this time for Old Fort. Taking over the point guard duties after Majors fouled out. He'll drive inside, now out into the corner. Adelsberger, he'll pump fake, takes the contested three, up and good for Adelsberger from the right wing. Don't look now. Old Ford has cut into this one. It's 61-56, 46 and a half left to go. Well, we've had ourselves a ball game all night. No surprises can continue to be one right now. Wow. Full timeout, but we'll keep it right here. 46 and a half left to go, 61 56 to score, Hopewell Loudon with the lead over Old Fort, but Old Fort just refusing to go away as they've been down by double figures in different points in this quarter. They really have, I mean, again, it's been remarkable. We, we've had this like four to nine point swing for the difference of this game throughout the entire fourth quarter and really the entire second half. And right now it's, they're at five. I mean, the, the million dollar question, you got 46 and a half seconds. A couple timeouts left, not a ton of timeouts left. Both teams are equally in foul trouble. Do you have enough well, and to if, break? Here's, here's what I'll, I'll go into coach for a moment. If I'm Coach Hoover, I'm looking to trap and or get the steal as soon as they try an inbound. And if Elmore's on the floor, I'm fouling Elmore. Because, yes, he's been good tonight. I but traditionally... Traditionally, I don't know who else you would even foul that would be on the floor. Traditionally, you'd want to foul Elmore, but by the same token, is he the hot hand tonight? Right. You might say, if Donovan Elmore continues to be hot at the line, so be it. But we'll see what happens. We shall. It'll, it's curious conclusion of this game. So we hope we'll and ball off of the inbound. They'll throw it into Crease. Crease will... Bring it up ahead to Martinez. Martinez up ahead to Elmore, who cannot come down with it. So it will go the other way for Old Fort. 40 and enough to go. 61-56 to score. Hope will allow him the advantage. Okay, at no point that I think an unforced error would be part of that discussion right now. Perez will bring the ball up the floor for Old Fort. Defended by Yarbrough. Gets the screen from Steyer. Hands it deep three from Dubois and actually blocked by Crease and then has it ripped away. So Steyer steals it away from Yarbrough and lays it up and in. That'll make it a three-point game with 23 left to go. Closest deficit we've seen on since the second quarter. Old Force staying in that full-court press that has got him to this point, and we will see a foul called with 15 and a half left to go. So calling that one on Ernsberger. That'll be his fourth. See who that sense the line. I think it's Barrier. And yes, it will with 15 and a half left to go in this one. 61-58 the score. Hopewell with the lead. They'll have Blake Barrier going to the line now for two. Free throw coming from Barrier. And it will fall. That'll make it a four-point lead with 15 and a half left to go for Hopewell. Barrier has 15 points on the night. Leads everyone on the floor for Hopewell. Second one up and good as well. That might make it a little insurmountable here. 
Adelsberger with it. He'll cross half court for Oldford. He'll stop and take the step back three at the top of the key. That won't fall. Elmore with the board. And he'll now get fouled with seven seconds left to go. 63-58 to score. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that, that's always the killer once you get to the foul situation. If they make them and push it back to that two-possession lead, do you really have the time? The answer usually is no. So, that's, yes, you slow the time down a little bit, but now really an opportunity here for Donovan Elmore to ice this one and send it home with a big W. Elmore at the line now for two. First one. That won't fall, so that'll actually be the first miss at the line for Elmore tonight. He was four for four before that. Suddenly a chance. Not a big one, but a chance. Keeps it at a five-point game as Hopewell will drop everybody back for defensive purposes. Second one up and good for Elmore, so he makes as many free throws as he had made this entire season in tonight's game. It'll be Perez with it for Old Ford. Up ahead now to Dubois. Dubois pump fakes. He'll take the corner three. That one will come up shy, and that will do it. A hard-fought win for Hopewell Loudon as they come out victorious 64-58 to over Old Ford. Man, they made this one a nail-biter, but it was a good game from start to finish, and hats off to both these squads. Kind of a letdown that one of them had to lose, but a very impressive, balanced performance tonight. And something that I said during the pregame, we talked about Evan Kreese having a quiet night the other night against Pandora Gilboa. Reason was he didn't really get much help tonight. Four he also what, got into some foul trouble. Got into some foul trouble, but tonight, four of his teammates in double figures, and he was only the fourth leading scorer overall tonight, as you actually had Barrier lead the way with 16, and then Elmore having 15. A great, balanced performance from this Hopewell Lounge squad. And Old Fort, a lot of good stuff. They still look very, very good, but tonight, just a few too many performers on the Hopewell side for them to be able to keep up and turns into a close but no cigar type of game for the Stockaders. Again, 64-58, your final score here in this one. Hopewell Loudon getting the win over Old Fort Lance Morris. Matt Common here with you on both WFOB and WBBI. We thank you for making us a part of your Thursday night. And whew, it was just about as back and forth as it could be. It seemed like it was really between a three and four point lead for Hopewell Loudon, really up until they kind of broke away in the latter parts of the fourth quarter, but then Old Fort goes on a nice little 8-0 run before uh, Hopewell was able to add on with some more free throws at the end. Yeah, I mean, it was impressive. It was really impressive performance from both these teams. I mean, we talked about throughout the entire second half, the closest at any point in that second half Old Fort got to Hopewell Loudon was a four-point deficit. And every time they got to that four-point deficit, the next couple possessions were completely pro Hopewell Loudon where they were able to get the advantage, get the lead, extend it out again, and that, that bend but don't break that Hopewell had going for them was really the difference tonight. I mean, had Old Fort been able to close the gap completely or maybe even take a lead, you're exchanging points then as opposed to just trying to play catch up the whole second half, and maybe we're talking about an Old Fort W, but instead, hats off to Hopewell again, very balanced performance, kind of what you want to see from this team. When I remember we talked, we talked when Calvert played Hopewell about how much Calvert had improved since that first game, uh, first game at least that we saw for them against Old Fort in this very gym about a month ago. Same thing can be said for Hopewell from the last couple times you and I had seen them because 
Um, but, you know, you look at how they lost that close one against Calvert a couple weeks back. They lose a tough one against Pandora Gaboa last week. And, I mean, this obviously this has to be the best game Hopewell has played all season long against a team as good as Old Ford is. And if they can get some of this moving forward, you can have, I mean, I don't think you're going to have Evan Kreese only have 11 points most nights, but if you can get Elmore at or in the double figures, if you can get Barrier in the double figures as well, I mean, that makes this a very tough team to defend. It really does, and that, that's the point. It's, that's the big thing with Hope All Out. You have a superstar with Evan Kreese, or Kreese, excuse me. There's no denying that. The kid can take over the game if we, he wants to, and we saw on a couple brief occasions tonight him just take over the game. Between his passing and some of his shots offensively, he really did some good things, but he didn't have to carry the load. That's the difference between some of the previous games that we saw from Hopewell and tonight. He didn't have to carry the load by himself. He was getting a lot of help from his teammates. He really did not have to be the star tonight. He could be involved. He could contribute, but he didn't have to be Mr. Do-It-All and play hero ball for the whole second half. He was able to get that from Barrier. He was able to get that from Elmore. He was able to get good defense. I was forcing penalties, forcing fouls. They, they did a great job overall as a team, and it, it shows. I mean, this was a good team win. This is the kind of wins that you want to save the film for if you're Coach Jury and have them watch it over and over and over again and be like, this is what we can do when we're a complete team. And it just goes to show how nuts this SBC River race is going to be because this is the first league loss for Oldsworth. Their other loss was to Genoa a little earlier on in the season. Hopewell, they lost in the league to just Calvert so far, and obviously they're going to get another crack at Calvert here in a few weeks. They'll play Old Fort yet again as well. I mean, plus you throw a team like Danbury into the mix that they can win some games. New Regal is a solid team as well. I mean, it's really any given night, all four of those teams can be the best team in the league. It's just who you get on each night. Well, look, let's just call it as it is. Everyone going into this preseason tapped Hopewell Loudon to be the team to beat. And it was not, not for any bad reason. It was a perfectly good reason on paper. It doesn't really look like there's many teams that could compete with them. You have Calvert, you have Old Fort losing a lot of their big-time players over the last few years. How do they recover from that? You have a new Regal team that's a little bit in transition. You have a Danbury team that's always close but no cigar. And this year, everyone just took that as, okay, we're just all going to be good. <laughs> it's cool. We're just all going to be good then. We don't have to We don't have to kowtow to any one team in particular. We're just all going to be competitive and really good and make, make, a, make a season of it. So, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the back half of the season for the SBC River, it, it's just going to be bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It's going to be absolutely crazy how it's going to shake out because really, like you just alluded to, any of those four teams, and you could even take it even a step further. I know you mentioned Danbury a little bit, but, I mean, you look at this. I mean, New Regal, Lakota is a halfway decent team. Not amazing on paper that so far in the season. but Gibsonburg is certainly in transition. Gibsonburg is in transition, but... Again, there's probably four or five teams that legitimately have an argument to be the best team in the SBC River this year. So it's going to be a race to the finish to see who comes out on top. And, man, it's going to make the SBC fun to cover for the back half of the season. That's for sure. 
Thank you for listening to High School Basketball here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and ESPN 1430 AM 105.7 FM WFOB. A big thanks as always to our producer for tonight pushing all the buttons. Make sure we're heard on both of those stations. Bart Wilson back at the Tri-County Broadcasting Studios doing, of course. Definitely doing the Lord's work. He did a great job tonight. He does a great job every night. We're always happy to have Bart on board. So when you're doing the games without me, do you just say that on your own or do you not say it? I always thank Bart. I say no, not thanking him. The Lord's work stop. I say he does the Lord's work. You, you still to say okay? I believe so. I mean, Bart can correct me if I'm wrong after we wrap up, but I think I still say the Lord's work. And if you're wrong, he certainly will correct you. Yes, he will. Bart, Bart is, you know what? Actually, we'll, we'll take a quick moment here. Bart may be the best board up we've had at correcting me and aggressively, mercilessly, and without remorse putting me in my place sometimes. So... That's why he does the Lord's work. He, he sometimes heat checks me, and I appreciate that. Uh, for my broadcast partner, Matt Common, this is Lance Morris signing off from Old Fort. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school basketball on both WFOB and WBVI. One final time for tonight. Hope will allow it and gets the win on the road here at Old Fort by a score of 64-58. to 58. Thank you again for listening. Have a great rest of your night, everybody. It's time for... All right, let's go. That's right, time to go. This has been High School Basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI. And online on WBBI.com. High School Basketball has been brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Work. And by the Ropey Corporation. Anyway, one last item of business before we go. Join us next time for another great matchup of high school basketball. Finished. Finito. High School Basketball is a production of TCB Holdings Incorporated.